Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Lunch Break Nerd Brawl, where two friends are debating nerdy topics and our uh, slightly lesser nerdy friend uh, judges us as always. My name is Matt. I'm Ryan. And I'm Ty. And as always, we're doing it different again. (laughs) (laughs) As always, it's out of the norm. So yes, this is another episode in the series of our bracket March Madness post February frenzy debate, uh, round two of the semifinals, right? Yeah. Yes. Round two, round two, aka the semifinals, like (laughs) (laughs) because we get sport references. Yes, yes, we do. (laughs) Yeah, who is the uh, the people again? Who's the teams? That's the two ones that so, uh, Matt lost to. The t- <laughs> There's a lot of those, right? <laughs> These are the two that but Matt sh- was unfairly lost that were not right. But granted, this would be uh, The Office versus Psych today. This who's carried on, correct? Yeah. Yeah, so, sounds right. So Matt is taking the mantle of Office and I'm defending Psych again? That. Works for me, Ryan. That worked for you? That works for me. And I'll judge you both. You'll be, uh, as you always do, our As friend. I always do, yes. <laughs> the best I think judge. I mean, joke uh, right. other episode. Dang it. Okay. Well. It's okay. I like it. It's a good joke. <laughs> okay. Okay. Good, good, good. It's called uh, creating a, a history tie. People expect these type of yeah. things to come. Catchphrases. Yes, continuity. Are, thank you. That's the word, top, Ryan. Thank you. <laughs> what people are missing right now is my screaming because of oh, all yeah. the driving things Every once in a while, you should just go, whoa, we almost died. <laughs> <laughs> We're just sitting now, and there's none of that happening. People are missing that. So Someday soon, listeners, I'll be screaming scared in the backseat of a sedan again. <laughs> Well, should we uh, bring Argus in on this and find out what our uh, situation is for the uh, last round of the semifinals? Sure. So Argus, yeah, let's let's let's, let's uh, get into Argus. All right, what do you have for us today, Argus? Today's scenario is zombie apocalypse, Walking Dead style zombies. I've been waiting for this one. Oh man, The Office and Psych. The Office versus Psych. Episode over. Okay. Man. I really, really wish Parks and Rec had made it through because, man, that wouldn't have even been a problem. Um, uh, Ryan, flip a coin. Ty, you call it, and we'll see who goes first. Okay. Calling heads. Hey, Siri. Flip a coin. It's Tails. It's Tails. I go first. So who goes first? I'm sorry. I will go first on this okay. one. I will take the lead in showing how uh, a ragtag team of uh, office workers from Pennsylvania will happily survive a zombie apocalypse. Uh, give us some qualifiers for the the round, Ryan. How many people? What what determines the win? Oh, man. Okay. Um, I'll say I forgot how many core people are in Sykes, so I'll say Five, six, six. What's six, better? Six okay. better? More antics, okay. maybe? Sure, six. Why not? Um, so six people, uh, and so there is one. The teams at some point 
come across a, a zombie herd, a large herd of maybe 30 or 40 or so. There's a large herd Oof. of zombies and they have to fight them off and then also survive um, six months in a zombie apocalypse. So survivability just overall with like very limited resources. Um, it'll be at the beginning. Why not? So beginning. So the herd happens uh, first and then survivability. If there's a herd, then obviously the outbreak's been going on for a while. Yeah. Well, the teams come across the herd. So if they survive the herd, then they hunker down and survive the next six months. And then the question is, how do they do that? Do they do that, etc.? Okay. So essentially, like they're at a mall, they're in front of a mall. They're not in the mall. Uh, yeah, they're in the mall. Why not? We'll make it fun. The lock. I want a mall. Okay. They're in a mall. Yeah. And there's <laughs> a herd. And zombie once they trip. kill off their zombies, then they just have to survive in the mall for six months, and then the cure happens, and everyone's fine if they are alive. So, killing zombies and then surviving for six months. Okay. My my question I have to come up with now is do I choose six people who actually probably could survive if they work together or do I choose like fan favorites and like fun characters and make this an interesting debate? I got to think about this it's for a second. It's not going to be an interesting debate no matter what. So pick whatever you want. <laughs> what are you talking about? What Ty are you is so cocky. About? I love it. I'm intrigued to see why he's so cocky. What? <laughs> I don't know where this, the super sniffer was a, a, a dark horse in the last debate, granted, which I coming. should not have brought up. <laughs> so what? You, th- anyway, you can't know ahead. they're coming anyway. Uh, okay. So we're going to go with uh, Jim. Start off with Jim. We'll go with Dwight. Um, I'll go with Michael. Uh, I'm gonna go with Daryl from the uh, the uh, warehouse. Those four picking main characters. Um, gonna go with Oscar. Definitely a good choice with Oscar. Is it? And then my final I'm gonna go with Creed Bratton. Creed Man. Branton. Oh yeah! Now we're going. We got this going on. We've got something going on. <laughs> <laughs> So Michael had uh, taken these uh, five other people out on a uh, retreat, like a business type retreat, and the zombie apocalypse took over and just decimated, uh, you know, Scranton, PA. So all their loved ones are gone. Uh, Michael's, uh, what was that? Cell phone interference. Oh, uh, I thought someone was like flipping it at a deck of cards or something. Like, I didn't anyway, <laughs> it was like someone's playing uh, poker or something. Uh, <laughs> So we've got uh, this team. They, you know, they they tried to hunker down in Michael's condo and you know got attacked. So they all pile into cars. Uh, Dwight's got his, and they're making their way to the Lackawanna County Mall to stay safe because they've heard that there's safety there. Dwight always has a ton of weaponry in his vehicle at all times, so he's got weapons available. He's got swords, <laughs> he's got throwing stars, he's got knives, he's got guns, he's got a plethora of uh, ninja weaponry in his vehicle at all times. Uh, he's got armor in there, and he's got uh, uh, like body armor type pieces that he's worn before, and he's got uh, a easy access to uh, a whole bunch of uh, you know tools from whatever he has you know within uh, from. Uh, from the beet farm so he's got you know maybe not classy but he's got your your you know your plows your shovels that are good tools to use and probably a box of beets to keep him health you know fed for these uh this time uh you've got creed who is a very sketchy character but 
very useful but, in situations. And I mean, we'll he, move on. <laughs> Creed, Creed is sketchy, but in a way that like he can survive. Like he is very you know streetwise in a sense, but he can do some weird stuff. He's definitely going to have some uh, access to things, some some unsurprising surprising things he's going to have in his car that's going to keep them safe. You've got Oscar, who's very smart and would be a good source of information about how to keep them safe and how to do things. Um, you've got Jim, who's Jim is a fan favorite, but Jim is about a bad, he's like, <laughs> anybody seen, read the killing joke from uh, the Batman uh, comic series, the killing joke where the Joker's whole storyline idea is to turn commissioner Gordon bad by basically, basically giving him the worst day possible. He shoots and paralyzes his daughter, does all this other torture, tries to basically turn someone bad into an evil person. That's basically all it would take for Jim to go from like being, Oh, a happy go lucky guy to being like, a, probably some kind of a murderer because of all the pranks he's always pulling on Dwight. A slight tweak to those would make them to where he could uh, be fighting and protecting other people. So he could utilize those. Um, <laughs> so you've got these people who've got ragtag ability. The thing about this, is this is a, uh, a situation where it's a, um, what was it, the Walking Dead type survival story. There's not a lot of like cops who survive. There's Rick who's the main character, he's a cop, but then pretty much everybody else is just a regular person who's learned how to survive. Like, um, who's the girl with like the swords and the pet zombies? Like she was a lawyer, right, Ryan? Yes. Yeah. Michelle. Right. So all about that series is about regular people who have to adapt and really survive well in the situation because the people who you would think are well situated and would do well don't. And they are the ones who were wiped out pretty quickly, um, which is why yeah, the police force are gone. All the military is gone in these universes. So these people who were ragtag and everything, who are going to utilize whatever tools they have to beat through this horde to get into the Lackawanna Mall, they'll be able to do it. I mean, you might have a casualty, probably would be Michael Scott, which would be really, really sad to see him go. But he's probably going to get bitten, <laughs> probably by Kevin, who's also been turned into a zombie. And Kevin's going to make him into a zombie stew, which is sad to see, but it's probably what Kevin does best. So that's going to happen, going to go down. They're going to break into the zip mall and keep themselves safe. Once they're there, they're going to be a little bit haphazard. I think Jim will be take on a uh, sense of leadership. There'll be some pushback from Dwight, but with enough, with, with, at this point, Jim's cracked. He's lost Pam. He's lost the family. He's a new man, and he's kind of crazy at this point, and not someone they'd want to cross. Probably similar to uh, who's the guy with the bat, Negan? Negan. Negan. He's going to be very Negan-esque and take control of everything, <laughs> keeping everybody safe in there. You've got Dwight, who will take over food production because he knows how to run a farm. You've got Oscar, who is smart enough to keep things kind of running and operating well in a system. Um, you've got Daryl, who's streetwise and smart and handy. He's a, he's a regular smart individual who would be able to survive well. Um, you're going to have some casualties. Unfortunately, Michael's probably not going to make it through that initial horde, um, but they're going to get through. And uh, Michael will just make a new uh, mug that says world's best zombie and toss it to him and he'll be happy. And uh, I think they'd have no problem surviving to the, uh, the vaccination or the cure is made. Hmm. This is all very good information, actually. This is, I mean, Ty, you're, I mean, this makes sense. Okay. Are you done? Matt speaking logic. I'm done. I'm done. You said six okay. people? Yeah. Okay. How many episodes do they have to be in? Um, Main characters. We've established this already. If not, Jet Jackson comes back in for a finale. <laughs> no, because he wasn't in the show. How many episodes? Yeah, no, of the show no do they single one-offs. Um, but like, if they're in a few episodes or so, 
something. Sure. No guest stars. You can't yeah. name John Cena's character. No guest no stars. John Cena? Like that. They have to be main characters. <laughs> At least being through the majority of a season, not just one or two fine, episodes. Fine. I don't need John Cena anyway. Um, <laughs> he wouldn't so be my, good. So my uh, crew is going to be Sean, the uh, super observant person, won't let anything pass him. Uh, his best friend, Gus, who has the super sniffer. He's also a pharmaceutical salesman, which will help with any medical needs. Uh, then Sean's dad, who is also super observant. He's a, a cop and detective and knows his way around weapons. Um, then also Lassiter, who super good def- detective cop who um, has an entire arsenal of, of weaponry at all times. And then uh, Jules, who another cop detective uh very good with a gun and lastly the coroner who is going to help them uh (laughs) with any sort of disembodiment that they need to do on the the walkers uh in the walking dead we often see them take the guts from the zombies and put it all over themselves uh to get through a herd uh coroner is going to be exquisite uh, his name is woodrow juniper woody strode is who you're talking to and referencing with that uh, with right. the corner right so woody mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> okay he's he's going to love that he's going to be great at it he's not going to survive he 100 percent will he would be messing around with zombies and he would get eaten so fast he would not get not e- eaten any faster than every single one of your characters <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. I, I will agree. He'd probably be the first one to go, but he would be he would last way longer than every single one of your characters. <laughs> Is he the Michael Scott of the group? He's the uh, kind of. Yeah, he's he's quirky. Um he's not the best coroner. <laughs> um he's he's a weird fella, but um He's very weird. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, you guys don't stand a chance. I don't. I don't know where you where you think that you even have grounds of surviving. But every single one of my characters, uh, we don't ever see Sean or Gus shoot weapons. But everyone else, really good with a gun. Um, they're gonna help protect and they're gonna be prepared. Uh, Sean's observance, observant, obs- observative. I don't, why why is the word observative so weird to me right now? Is that a real word? <laughs> going to come in handy for sure. He won't let a zombie Ow. just sneak up on him. He's going to know where the zombies are. Zombies don't sneak up on anybody. Have you ever seen shows. a zombie movie in your life, Matt? They're <laughs> no, always no, like, he hasn't. No. Anytime <laughs> there's a close-up shot I'm, of a person's face, you know there's a zombie behind them. I'm probably not going to sleep tonight just because of this debate. Actually, it's it's so late at night. Out, so. I'm going to be calling you guys at three o'clock in the morning and be like, you guys did this. So. But yeah, and, and especially with the super sniffer too, zombies are rotting flesh. Um, Who's not going to smell that? Apparently not, every single character like, in every single zombie movie ever. They never smell it or hear it coming. It's allergy season, Ty. Don't be so judgmental. But yeah, Gus, Gus is definitely going to know that what's coming. And he's going to help find the medicine they need um, if they have any sort of lacerations or illnesses. Yeah. So not, not even how many people, how many people on your team, Ty, are like 
like have physical prowess, like good stamina, like any athletes, any, because I think you said one cup or two cups, right? Uh, so Lassiter and Jules are both active cop detectives. Um, okay. Both okay. of them are very highly trained, top of their class, um, expert marksmen. Um, Sean's dad also was, but he's retired now, so he's got a little belly, but he's still really good at what he does. Sean and Gus are both in good physical condition, but they're lazy. They eat <laughs> terrible food all the time. Gus runs away from the first sight of any dead body, much less a zombie. He's going to run away. He's going to be completely useless. And routinely, he gets winded and tired as he's running away because uh, he's not in great shape. Sean is not in great shape because they eat, you know, uh, um, like fries and, should you and be burritos talking about and jerk people chicken not being all the in time. Good shape? This was just an aspect of what Ryan had brought up. That's all look, I'm saying. Look at I'm your just characters. like poking holes in this. Yeah, so that's what we're going to do next is asking what, Matt. What one of your characters could stand up to any of my characters? Exactly. Any of them? <laughs> John Krasinski? We're talking about uh, Jack We're not talking here. about very Jack well could be We're talking it. about Jim Halpert. We're talking about Jim, who in another alternate dimension survived <laughs> Stop an bringing alien up attack alternate dimensions what made lose last time with uh, <laughs> Jet Jackson. I'm still mad about that, by the way, guys. That <laughs> is unjust. <laughs> here's the thing, but here's the problem, Ty. You have mentioned everybody you mentioned of the, let's see, of the six, uh, three of your six are proficient with firearms. Firearms are never a good long-term solution in zombie situations because you run out of ammo. They don't have any hand-to-hand combat or ability or easy access to hand-to-hand weapons. They're going to keep them safely away from zombies that are going to attack. Would never run so out it's of not ammo. a good solution. Sooner or later, everybody runs out of ammo. That's what a zombie movie is all about. Um, have you ever seen a zombie movie where there's no guns? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm assuming. <laughs> zombie yes, land? No guns. Zombie land. Unlimited. They all start off with guns, and then they all end off with no guns. Nope, they always find a stash. Yeah, and plus we're, we're at the not- mall, so there's a good chance there. There will be like ammunition if needed. Um, so like, I chose the plus. mall setting so that there couldn't be an, an issue of like not enough supplies of some sort so We've supplies will be seen... good it's just more so like the skill level of each person using it um and like stamina so and stuff like that of them like two active duty de- uh, detectives who are mostly spending their time doing uh detective work and not field work necessarily they're not doing a ton of that um you've got one retired uh detective who's like you yourself spends most of his time fishing you've got a so he uh, can find them tech food. coroner You've got a coroner though who is not physically fit and is going to be who has a kind of a weird death fixation already. He's going to spend too much time looking at the zombies and going to get eaten. Gus He's is going to be scared out of his out. mind. And observational skills like people know the zombies are coming. Like it's not like this is like a small horde, like a single person who's going to pop up out of nowhere. Like those skill sets are completely useless in a zombie apocalypse situation. No, it's not. Those are all like you've, the best skill sets got, to have. You've got Lassie, who granted would be very, very useful, but Lassie's going to snap and probably kill everybody. <laughs> Lassie would be so prepared. He probably has a contingency Lassie would plan lose for it. it. Lassie would lose it. Lassie is way too uptight to be able to handle it, something like that. He would lose it, and it would be terrible. So, Matt, what about, what about your team? A physical prowess. Uh, 
I haven't seen all the office, but I have seen the episode where they do a marathon, and they're all pretty bad at it. I think even <laughs> none of them are like. I think Jim even like uh, just people. walks Jim in. And, Jim doesn't try. Yeah, Jim doesn't Jim try. Jim doesn't try, but. Jim again. Once Jim, once Jim loses Pam, Jim's going to be a new man. He's going to have this dark side that's going to come out. Obviously, so you're saying Pam's uh, dead. In Dwight this is situation. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I laid that at the beginning. Michael had taken these five guys out to kind of like be this, uh, to like a, a retreat for business. And then while they were gone, this apocalypse happened, and they came back, and everybody's already turning into zombies. So Pam's gone. Jim is like this you know, dark version of himself that's keeping things running. Uh, Oscar's relatively physically fit. Like he's, he's in pretty good shape. Um, you've got, uh, Dwight who, I mean, he, Dwight works a farm, so he's got physical stamina. Mm. He's got physical strength. He is a strong individual. Uh, you've got, uh, Daryl who's a, works in a warehouse, lifting heavy boxes, a lot, again, physical strength, lots of stamina and endurance in that way. Wow. Uh, he lifts boxes with forklifts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's he does true. it with his hands. He's too. the, he he's the leader guy. He's the foreman. So I don't think he does too much he's physical the foreman, work. But it's a small office, and he does have to load the boxes himself, which you he says. That? Oh, he has a up. small <laughs> office. He would be good against zombies. Push off. <laughs> I'm just saying, this is the kind of situation where the regular people with the regular skill sets come out on top. And the, and the people who you think, oh, they're going to win, fall short every time. That's how these this type of zombie setup hey, works. Hey, Ryan. Yeah, you, you've seen some of The Walking Dead at least, right? Or yeah, you caught up a good chunk. Not caught up, but a, yeah, most of it. Who's the one character that's unkillable? Uh, Rick Grimes. I would. I think. I think Rick Grimes. I heard he left the show. I don't think he died or anything. He but didn't die. He's he didn't in, die. Okay, they moved him to a different place. They showed him. Okay, but gotcha. The one character that you know is never going to die, Rick Grimes, the police officer. The he's end. the one out of how many other uh, tons and tons of police officers who were already all dead. He's a main character. And I think in the spinoff yeah, show, there's um, Fear of the Walking Dead. One of the main one of the main people are is a police officer as well. So no no shade against police officers, Matt. Jeez. Not at all. Not at all. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying like in these kind of situations, they're not the ones who come out. These are the ones where the regular people movie, shine. There's always a police officer that's still alive. Who gets bit. <laughs> this is the kind of situation where the regular people come out on top and they end up shining and being like the people who you need. And that's what the, the people, the team from the office would have. Hey, Ryan. You've seen yeah. the episode of The Office where Dwight tries doing the safety training, right? Yes. How well does that go? <laughs> That's a good call. That's yeah. Dwight's not in charge. I already said that went horribly this is bad. A dark side of Jim that we've seen already come on here. He's he's gonna be having to rein in everybody, and he's gonna rein in Dwight as necessary. I don't know, but Jim's a bully. Okay, here's here. So, so sorry, Ty. I have a tangent about this. Jim is a bully. Okay, I'm not I'm saying not denying that. I fully support Dwight and the antics that he does and his, but it's his personality. That's just his personality. And watching sure. more and more, I watch at the office. Jim is just a straight up bully. I'm like, sure. wow. Uh, okay, sorry. That's all. I agree with you completely, but he, that bulliness is going to be escalated to the point <laughs> where he's going to be in control of this organization and tr- control of the situation and keep everybody alive. He'll be kind of a dictator. He'll be a jerk. He'll be a worse bully than before, and he'll use scare tactics to keep everybody in check, or else he'll you know, threaten to 
prank them and kill them in a sense. But he become some. He's going to become something like a Joker in my. It's the way I would see this going down. Hmm. So Ryan. absolutely, he would take. He would be in control of the situation. Ryan, have hmm. you seen the episodes where Jim and Dwight are fighting over who becomes the manager, or pretty much any of the episodes where they're fighting over <laughs> all different kinds of things? It doesn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well. Their yeah. their fight for power just within the office almost crumbles the entire office. Imagine if yeah. they're fighting no, for power doesn't. in the zombie apocalypse. I, I think they need to be well. as a team. I think that's a big part of it. I think the uh, with a, uh, Jim would take control of the situation. Jim would want he would have control, to, but would, Dwight would want control yeah. also, and they would be fighting each other. It would not go well. Crazy. I'm I, I'm agreeing with Ty. I think that Dwight and Jim would have too much friction, and it would make the whole thing fall apart. Because I think that Jim would want to make one call, and Dwight wouldn't listen to him, and then the rest of the team wouldn't know what to do. And I think that Jim uh, would kill Dwight. <laughs> Dwight is your best chance of survival. Yeah, he's got I mean, the initial onslaught. Yes, but once they're inside to keep him safe, Jim would kill Dwight if necessary to keep him alive, to keep everybody else alive. <laughs> that makes Jim so him. horrible. This is like such I'm not a dark, it's not. Uh, darkest <laughs> timeline of the office. Yeah, uh, Ty. So anyone on your team, like, how would the team aspects be? With like, would they work well together? They work like, together do they all work the time. They're all great. the time? Okay, okay. And they hate it. Like Lassie hates Lassie it. Really? Doesn't like uh, Sean's antics of his psychicness. Um, but you think Lassie's going to listen to anything Sean I think if the world the comes to this kind not. of situation, Sean would be like, yeah, I've just been messing with you this whole time. I'm not actually psychic. I'm just really observant. And then they would get mm. through it. Which would cause a huge rift in them, would make things not even listen to him any more so, would cause a huge problem with everybody. Everybody would resent Sean. He would be useless. He would be ostracized and eaten. Lassie is going to go nuts with this situation. Like with, little, uh, with just the stress of all that, absolutely going to crack. He and Sean were going to butt heads way more than Gus, uh, than, uh, than, uh, Sh- uh, than uh, Jim and Dwight ever would. They absolutely have never not even punched each a other. Question. They haven't either. Neither has yes, Jim. Yes, they and did. <laughs> When did they punch each other? In the episode with he the snowball him. fight. <laughs> There's a slap, but no punches. <laughs> it, it came to fisticuffs. Okay, the, the ice ball to the face counts as a punch. <laughs> no, it doesn't. It's a there is a bloody nose. <laughs> no so you've got yeah you've got strong personalities in there that are going to be absolutely conflicting plus sean's animosity and conflict with his dad and sean's animosity he, he doesn't and conflict have with conflict Gus. with his dad they're like best friends he does all the time no he in, does like, not the first there's a huge episodes, level of conflict maybe. with their dad but they're like best friends it's a constant it's a constant reoccurring theme in the show is that him and his dad butt heads drastically. He and Sean and Gus are butt heads. They, these situations, Gus would be trying to give some, some information and, and Sean would fight also, it. Also, not to mention, Sean and Gus are like the biggest pop culture fans. They have seen every single zombie movie, scary movie. I guarantee it. They would know how to survive mm. all these situations. You can't deny that, Matt. Hmm. Pop culture references, sure, but in the, it's never been established that there's a pop culture reference in the like Walking Dead type universe where like zombies are were a, a concept people knew about before. Yeah, because it was a show before the, the Walking Dead existed. Yeah, I think that uh, the idea of zombies would be um, known beforehand. 
Because otherwise, okay. I don't think well, Dwight would be helpful at all. It's not like zombies are a uni- unique situation. Uh, yeah, uh, Dwight has uh, has ideas about that already, probably from like Norm, uh, from like his you know family history. They talked about that all the time. And then also, I mean, Jim's up to date on pop culture. So, and then uh, Oscar is as well. Oscar would know about the threat of this you know biological thing because he's well versed and he reads up about things that are happening in the world. So he'd know like, oh, that's what this is. This is that virus that everyone's been thinking and talking about, but it's already here and it's active now. This is what we need to do i haven't even touched on creed brand who is a uh, able to he's changed his identity he's gone into hiding he's been suspected of doing murder and other nefarious doing things murder? in the past he's this wild card <laughs> what he's suspected of doing murder whatever anyway he's this wild card that he's gonna do some crazy stuff but he's gonna keep everybody alive because he's gonna have to keep himself alive and he's gonna know it so he's done some nuts stuff Absolutely, Creed Branton. I haven't even barely scratched the surface of. He himself could be would definitely be able to keep everybody else safe and alive, and he's going to bring everybody in, you know, together. Jim's going to do this kind of crazy Creed would dictator be the only leadership person role. In your scenario to win to no survive, way. he would just be gone the no entire way. show, and then everyone else <laughs> dies, true. and then you see him just like walking away with the herd of zombies. <laughs> he probably would become some kind of a zombie lord action can be in control of everything he'd be one of those people that like wears their face <laughs> maybe a skinwalker i could see that yeah but yeah but they need someone like that creed's craziness to do that kind of stuff creed would be a skinwalker and be able to get around and keep them alive through those six months um sounds like absolutely. your corner would do the same though <laughs> <laughs> he'd be dead no he'd be dead that corner is not very smart oh okay okay <laughs> Yes, he is. He's a comic relief character. He's like Jar, Jar Jar Banks. He's funny, oh, but wow. he wouldn't survive. Okay. The problem with everybody you bring into this fight, Ty, is that everybody has these skill sets that aren't useful. Hyper observational skills, not it useful. Is useful. Firearm weaponry, he sure, it would be. He wouldn't let like, anything slide past because he's observant about those kinds of things. Because they're locked inside of a, if they make it to the butt, like the, the mall, they're locked inside. Like, what's he going to do? Like, oh, so he would be able like, to. There's be no mysteries like, to solve. Oh, there's a thing that we could use. Oh, there's a thing. Are they are they crafty? Are they crafty people? Like, oh, let me take this no. shovel and duct tape no. it to a no. frisbee and something. I Absolutely don't know. not. Absolutely not. Whereas, like Jim, hundred no, percent, he's not. Dwight would be able to. Jim does stuff like that all the time. Yeah, his pranks. Yeah, he builds things all the time. He builds big pranks and big things that yeah, would keep them safe useful. and it'd be what they have to do. <laughs> but if again, if Pam is dead and he's cracked, everything he would do would be very would be extremely useful in these situations. Hundred percent. I want to see this Netflix movie. <laughs> <laughs> I really want to see the office where Jim cracks. Yeah, his timeline office. Yeah, that would be very also, interesting. Also, I think my side of the debate would be called Shaun of the Dead. <laughs> not that's Gus of the Dead. It should be Gus of the isn't Dead. Isn't there a Sean? Isn't there an, a zombie type episode already that's called something like yeah, that? Yeah, I think so. Mm, okay. I feel like we're spinning circles here at this point. I feel like the skill sets are not going to be useful that Ty's bringing to the table. This is exactly All the situation where the regular people come <laughs> huge to the table and survive. I've, I've pointed out what everybody's going to do. I'm sorry to see Michael die early on, but it's probably going to happen. Um, but the other five would survive and thrive in that kind of a situation. And Jim probably would be arrested for some war crime situations after the fact because he'd probably be pretty crazy. But he'd they'd be survive arrested by easily. Who? The cops that survived. <laughs> He's arrested by the psych team. The psych wins. No plan. <laughs> Possibly. If they survive, maybe. Like Lassie survives and like Sean, like the head, zombie head of Sean in a corner, and like used to point to his head and be like, I'm a psychic. <laughs> zombie All right, psychic Ryan, Sean. What do you think? Okay. 
I should have gave three things to make it a solid, but because um, <laughs> now it's even. So it sounded <laughs> like more of the people would survive the horde on the psych team than the office. But then I think more survivability. <laughs> I think survivability would come down to it sounds like Sean and Gus and Dwight and Jim. And, oh, man. And Sean and Gus always only eat out food. Like that's all Sean they ever and do. Gus they go and get Jules. jerk chicken. They don't know how to make any yes, food. Yes, but Jules they and Lasser absolutely do. And so does uh Sean's dad. What's his face? He would not survive. He knows Henry how to die. fish and he cooks all the time. They're in a mall. <laughs> what fish good is fishing gonna do? He knows in a how mall? to cook too. He knows how to clean the fish. He knows how to cook it. He grills all the time. We see what him grilling fish? all the time. They're in a mall. Sean knows how to cut up pineapple. <laughs> Well, the, the six-month survival easy. thing would be longer than just the mall. It would be, yeah. They could be in the mall, but they could also leave at that point. Um, oh, then they go to Shrew Farms. <laughs> so here's the thing, though. So I think that in my mind, and, and from what I'm the scenario I'm running, it sounds like, yeah, Jim, Dwight would then be left, and Sean and Gus. And I think they're both, both teams are very resourceful from what I've heard, whether it's just uh, physical, like, craftiness and coming up with with, uh, with pranks and stuff like that, uh, or also the skills that they have and the questionable heightened abilities of the sniffing and the um, observing what ability. What good would that do? I think survivability, I think that there's a lot of things. I think that if um, you know they're trying the to survive and there's low, useless. you know, they got a month left and there's low food, I think that they could either come together and work as a team to find more food, find better shelter or something like that. And I think that Dwight and Jim would be good on their own, but I don't think together, I think they would either kill each other or... They would not be so able as to... the show progresses. Jim and Dwight do work very closely together because uh, Jim functions very well with working with Dwight. They get a lot done and they bring Dunder Mifflin to a level of professional success that they had never had before. So they are a great team when the, when the chips are down and they need to work together. They can do a lot. Oh, okay. Didn't know that. Haven't got that far yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's last season. <laughs> okay. They still don't work hmm. that great together. <laughs> not true. Dwight uh, fires a gun in the office. <laughs> that's like three. That's right after Michael leaves. That's way earlier on. He's Spoilers. unstable. <laughs> I think they would both be unstable. I think that's Ryan, a you've given. had plenty of time to watch The Office by now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I know. I know. <laughs> I know that he leaves. That was mostly a joke. I know he leaves. Um, dang, <sighs> this is tough because I think that the I think that Sean and Gus, of course, work better as a team because they've they've done it longer than what Dwight and Jim do. Hmm. But the fact that they develop into that helps them. But... Okay, I'll give it to the office. <laughs> yes! Oh, yeah, I, I think top. that... I think, I think it's possible. I think, yeah. I did but it's win. absolutely not cheat true. On this one, they guys. would all be dead. You, you know I completely it. disagree. <laughs> Sean and Gus would not survive. Not at all. I think I'm I think sorry, they would. I think I they would. would. But it'd be it'd be tough. It'd be like the final like fourth or fifth month into this. And that would be the the breaking point of like, would any of them kill each other of like Dwight and Jim? But I don't know. Uh, Gus would totally kill Sean like that. <laughs> he would put some medicine in him. <laughs> so Gus versus like versus uh, Jim. 
comes down to. <laughs> and it's Jim all the way. All right. So office for the win. Yeah. yeah I'll give it to the office. Yes. I'll give it to the office. All right. Well, this is Matt. And I'm Ryan. And I'm Ty. In between the lines, there's a lot of obscurity. I'm not inclined to resign to maturity. I know the rest of it. That's all I know. That's good enough. This is the latest, the most unlunch breakish we've ever recorded. Yeah, it's not even true. dinner time. It's like yeah. dessert time. Yeah. Or <laughs> Netflix and chill time. <laughs> <laughs> is this our new podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Netflix and brawl? No. I am not comfortable with a debate know. with or, uh, a podcast with you guys about these topics. <laughs> Nerd. <laughs> Nerd brawl and chill. No, I don't know. Maybe that. Nope, okay. Nope. 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 <laughs> All the nopes. All the nopes. Leslie. Leslie nope. Ah. Hey, look at that. Ah. <laughs> uh, Sean's observance. Observant. Obs- observative. Observation. Observation nation. Uh, <laughs> his abilities. Observation nation. Your Sherlockiness. <laughs> his. Observant. I don't Sherlock know. Why is the word observative so weird to me right now? Is that a real word? <laughs> Observant? Observation occasion. <laughs> Observation occasion. Um, is that what he says? Is that his little phrase? No. No. Okay. Uh, I don't know where I'm going with that. But yeah, his. Uh, why is that such a weird word to me? Is observes, <laughs> observant. <laughs> observant is the word, right? Yeah, he's observant. Yeah. He's his observantness. There we go. Observantness. Okay. <laughs> this is not in the chat. That's <laughs> who's more romantic. This is a sub challenge. Yes, the third is the third who act is who can romanticize. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh goodness. Better first date with a zombie. Okay. Um should we do Argus now? Like to kind of tease for the last round. <laughs> Next week's scenario: Teen has to work retail on Black Friday. Who survives? Who makes the most money during Christmas shopping? I like it. I like it. Okay. So is the Office versus Even Stevens Black Friday retail? Cool. Cool. Amazing. I like that I we get some prep for next, next week. week. I, that's that's a good idea. I right, like that for the, the final. I like that. Yeah. I like that. All right. So it's me versus you, Ryan. Yeah. I'm cool with that. This is going to be good. <laughs> <laughs>